Video marketing in 2016 is going to enter an even more mature phase as barriers of entry are being lowered, new technologies are coming online, and companies of all sizes grasp the, fa the power and the necessity of using videos for business marketing purposes. So stay tuned to our 2016 What to Expect edition. The video revolution is here, and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carty. Welcome to Video Marketing 2.0, the video marketing podcast. I am Brendan Carty, head writer and creative story lead at Think Mojo, and I'm joined as always by my colleague and friend, Director of Business Development at Think Mojo, Joel Gubich. Joel, how are you? I am really psyched for 2016. This is going to be the best year that I have ever had. Wow, Joel. I, I mean, absolutely. Statements. I think Joel for Joel, 2016 will be the year of exaggeration, if nothing else. <laughs> well, today we're going to go through what we have learned uh, a little bit about uh, you know what's to come. We, in this last year, really this last six months of this podcast, we've been not only talking about video marketing, but speaking with a lot of, let's just call them luminaries from the video marketing world. And we always like to ask them what they see is coming next in video marketing. So I think with you putting our own two brains together uh, and combining the insight of the people that we've spoken to, we've put together a little list of what you can expect in 2016 in the world of video marketing. So, Joel, I want to pass the mic on to you. What do you see as the first big thing that's on the horizon? Well, well, first of all, I think that we're luminaries as well. Okay, thank you. I appreciate okay. it. Like we, like we always say, our motto is that modesty is for losers. So I, I appreciate that. We're winners. Okay. Well... You asked me what was the the biggest thing on the horizon. I, there are so many big things on the horizon, so I'm not going to necessarily say this is the biggest. But I think that, I mean, and I'm in, I'm always intrigued by this. I think that we're going to see a lot more interactivity. I think interactive videos and the technology that's going to make it easier to make videos interactive. I think that's definitely on the horizon. Yeah, it's one thing we've uh, it kept coming up in different interviews we had with uh, all of the various luminaries was that interactivity and immersion are sort of the next big things in video marketing. And you know, we we were saying that you know some of the I guess the the buzzword that's been most commonly used for video marketing has been engagement, but in the future we may be talking more about immersion. And the idea is, you know, through interactive videos, they, that could be a couple of things. You know, it could be 3D, virtual reality. Uh, the idea is to put the viewer inside the, the the world of the video. You also have 360 video, you know, where you can see the the, the full 360 degrees are around you. And uh, so I, I and the and technology that allows the viewer to sort of direct where the video goes. You know, yeah. so. If you want to look left, look left, and you want to take the product for a little bit of a spin, you know, go for it. So I, those things are 
definitely, I mean, they're being worked on right now and being, I say being worked on, like it's, you know, like the next NASA in, shuttle in, <laughs> in the back warehouse, in the back warehouse along, there's a montage going on right now, like a Rocky movie of all the interactive uh, technology. Now, it, it, this is stuff that I think is maybe, you know, it, it's right around the corner for higher end producers, maybe a little further away for mass use, but still, it's. Uh, I think we're knocking on the door. Well, I don't necessarily think that it's uh, just in the purview of mass use. I think that, especially some of the technology tools that are out there, you can take an existing video even and put an interactive layer on top of it. And what I foresee, maybe not at the beginning of 2016, but toward the end, that we're going to see more and more shorter videos and B2C videos, especially, really get into the interactivity. I, I, I can really envision that if I am selling a product or service and I'm using a video to promote that, even a holiday video like we talked about in an episode uh, last week, that you can put on an interactive layer. Hey, you like this product? Click here and it will take you straight to the website inside that video. I think we're going to see that type of interactivity more and more. And I, I think you're right. And I guess when I when I first start discussing interactivity, I always think of the more advanced uh, tools that we're talking about, like 3D and, and mm -hmm. VR and stuff like that. But you're right. There's so many different degrees of interactivity. And the stuff that you mentioned is really not just right around the corner. It's it's with us right now. I mean, there are tools that, that you can use and apply to uh, existing content or content that you're creating. And it's just, you know, instead of thinking of interactivity as this space age like technology, think of it piecemeal. Like it's little things that you can add to your video instead of drastically changing how you make video. This is just one more tool that you can add to make your video engaging in a whole different way. Or immer immersive. Immersive. You know, you know part of I that. I caught up with the buzzwords. <laughs> yes. You know, talking about immersion, engagement, uh, personalization is something that comes to mind. And, and call it that mass customization. I know that I use that term a lot. But I think, we're, I think we're going to see that in video also, especially with larger companies and how they use video either in an email marketing campaign or something like that. If they already have your name, they're going to be able to create and craft a video that is specific and addresses you personally and not something that is all over the place to a general mass audience. Yeah, and it's pretty powerful. You know, we got a, uh, a test video from, uh, I, I don't want to... Uh, Vidyard. It was from Vidyard. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it very simple touches. They you know, put your name on the video, on one of the objects in the video. So, you know, hi, Brendan. And then it has the message as uh, as it goes. And, you know, it's weird. It's like, you know what they're doing. You know, like, okay, you're just putting my name in there. You're you're shamelessly appealing to my ego. But it works. <laughs> you know, like, you, you know what's happening, but it, it's good enough. It just shows that the company or whoever is making the video has at least gone through the effort to some would say learn who you are others would say mine your data and uh, take control of your identity whatever it is it works and i think that the some people don't realize how simple it is 
to apply some of these uh, technologies and, and these tools to their videos, but it really is. So just looking out for uh, for some of those, not only on the horizon, but currently is uh, you know something you want to do in 2016. You know, another thing I think in 2016, we're going to see a lot more of this, and that is video is going to play a much larger role throughout that customer journey with a customer. It's as you mentioned before, it's that conversation. And the conversation doesn't start and end the minute that somebody comes to your website or comes through your store or that first time you engage with them. That's where that immersion comes in. It's an entire journey. Video will start to be an entire journey throughout that process, including at the end, maybe a little thank you video after you've made a purchase. I can just see getting an email from from Amazon with a little personalized video. Thank you, Joel, for buying X, Y, and Z from us. Yeah, and it's I, I think that it's necessary to have stuff like that. And not only to just thank you, but then lead you into the next phase of your customer relationship. You know, we always say that uh, video is a conversation. And, you know, the sales process never ends at the sale because then you go into the onboarding and then customer retention, customer support. So video is just being applied to those different stages of the the sales or the onboarding process. You know, it just video marketing typically the way we've looked at it has always been how to attract customers, but now it's going to be more about applying it to those other realms that already exist in the business to customer relationship of customer retention. So Business is a language, as you always love to say, and it's a language that we all know how to speak, whether we know it or not. So it's very—it's a natural progression to use video in, in those different ways as well. Yeah, and part of that progression is also videos showing up, video marketing. I mean, video has always been part of going to a movie and things like that. But increasingly, as people are disconnecting from cable systems and the traditional way they watch television and watching content now on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime, places like that, there's a ton of video marketing going on that people don't even think about it, but it's there. And we're going to see a whole lot more of that. Absolutely. Every time you you try to watch a video on your, or watch anything on your phone, you know, pop-up ads or... uh, just in on Facebook, and this is something that we've mentioned before, you know, embedded sponsored content on Facebook and video is everywhere, whether you know it or not, and it's going to continue infiltrating different you know, aspects of our, our daily media lives. And, you know, being able to get out on the, uh, the forefront of that is, is not only, you know, a plus for businesses, it's really a necessity. A good video isn't good enough. You need a good video strategy as well. At ThinkMojo, we'll show you how to create a video marketing plan that gets results. It's totally free, and there's no obligation. Just visit thinkmojo.com consultation and set up your video strategy consultation today. But I want to put a little word of caution here. You know, if we're talking about what do we see in the year ahead, years ahead, I do see more and more video but I also caution that we're going to see too much or a lot of crappy video. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that will have a negative effect. At some point, you can't 
overload the system without people saying, hey, you know what, I've had enough with it. I, I'm going to find a way to shut this off. And just like there's spam filters now, there may be spam video filters in the future also from too much video. I completely agree. And we've actually had this uh, conversation on a couple of different episodes. We touched on it. Is it better to make a bad video or no video at all? And it's always elicited a, a moment of you know stunned silence from people like, oh man, I don't know. And that's such, I, I think it's a, it's a question that everyone should ask themselves. And I, the, the way I think of it is this. Video is necessary. You have to make a video. But that doesn't mean that you just have to th- – you can throw anything out there and assume that it's a success. The need to create quality content is perhaps higher than ever because everybody is doing it. So maybe a couple of years ago, you would have stood out because you just put a video on your website and it was it was different – and engaging and you know it was just unique it was you were presenting your company in a unique way but now everybody's doing video so it's no longer good enough to have just a video or just a few videos on your site or on your social media they need to be well done and doing them yourself is not always the answer unless you're a, a trained videographer so the the need to have good creative partners i think is higher than ever and the good news is there are a lot out there because video has become so popular. More uh, quality production agencies uh, have have come, popped up and not only popped up but are, are doing really great things and, and have good track record. So even though it's necessary and everybody has one, you, you can't be afraid to invest in it either. That's true. But what we do – I do see on the horizon and, and – you know, we're going to have a, a link to this on the show notes page, an article from Marketing Profs, that more and more companies are going to get into video by doing it to themselves. And as you just mentioned, you hope that they will pay attention to some quality and learn some of the basics of storytelling and video making and not just shoot a piece of junk and get it up there because everybody tells them you need a video. Yeah, and I think by doing it themselves, though, I think my my sense is that companies who do it themselves over the long term will hire or develop their own internal dedicated video production teams. So it'll still be the the creative team model just done internally. You know, it's but they won't it, it won't be, you know, the uh, the head of sales going out with his iPhone and creating a, a video and, and throwing it up on YouTube. It you know, it'll require a greater degree of, of sophistication and, and care than that. But um, yeah, I think just in general, people should, uh, if you're new to the game, which a lot of the, those in video marketing are, uh, don't be afraid to make a bit of an investment and get it done right. And so just as long as you can get, just for you to get familiar with how video marketing works so that you don't start, like you said, putting crap all over the internet and pissing everybody off. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we won't feature you on this. No, <laughs> we won't make fun of you throughout 2016. Well, you had mentioned before, and I'm intrigued by this also, when we were talking about interactivity, <clears throat> and, and I don't necessarily, I see where you're coming from, but I don't always lump them together, but 2016, we'll see a lot more 360 video and virtual reality. Virtual reality, I think, needs you know special special eyewear or something like that in order to be able but 360 video doesn't so maybe you could you know 
tell me a little bit more about that, what, what you're thinking on that is. Yeah, well, I think first your point about virtual reality is great, and it's why virtual reality has never taken off as fast as people would would hope it would. You know, we've seen that in, in VR TV and everything, just because it requires this clunky hardware in order to make it work. But 360 video is really interesting. Imagine you're watching a video for a new product, and do you... As a viewer, you have the option to scroll all the way around the room or around you know wherever the the camera is going. Maybe it's walking through a building or something, and you can then make choices about where to go. Where the think it's almost like a video game. You know, in a video game, a lot of times in role player games, you can stop and you can turn completely around to the left and then decide to walk one in one direction, and you could then demo the product essentially in different environments in different ways. It's sort of like being able to take a product for a test drive, right? You get the keys, you can drive it wherever you want, just bring it back here in 10 minutes. I think 360 video allows for that same sort of immersion and uh, uh, level of intimacy, let's say, with, with a product before you actually buy it, which you know it is reaching totally different ground for video. And allowing you to do so much more than just, you know, show your your product in a, sort of a two-dimensional environment. Well, I can see 360 video being explosive, especially in retail. If you're selling a physical product, that, that two-dimensional photo, even if you take 50 photos of different angles, it's not the same thing as having that video that can look at it in real time you know, and, yeah. and, and scan. So I think that's an exciting thing that's on the horizon, definitely. Yeah, and it, we already have the technology to do it. It's just about making the video, uh, creating the content with that in mind. So, you know, it would be more painstaking on the creation st- uh, side of it, but it's not like, you know, we're waiting for a new way to split the atom in order to do it. it the technology is already there. It's just about how do we apply it. So once we've applied that, and this is this is something that is ongoing. It's it, it's not just in video. It's everything on the internet. It's everything in business. And that is, how do you measure? Measure, measure, measure. How do you measure your return on investment? And in video marketing, because it's inexpensive, it still is and will be for some time. Relatively expensive way of getting a message across, but a fantastic investment. People need to measure that investment. So we're going to see more data, and then we're going to see more data, and we're going to see even more data, and there are going to be companies coming online that are going to be able to analyze and spew out data facts to you. I think we're just really at the beginning of of the data explosion when it comes to video. Absolutely, and we've seen it in 2015, and you know I think the as video marketing has just become more validated as as companies more companies are using it in so many different ways as more established companies are using it. It's not just hip startups that are making you know a couple of cool videos and throwing it out there. These are massive in- multinational companies that are using video as a vital part of their strategy. You know they're going to want to be able to track its success. And through tools like or through platforms like Wistia, uh, Vidyard, uh, help even, me out, even- you know, even YouTube is going to start to get that's much true. more sophisticated. That's, 
That's true. And YouTube has some basic uh, video analytics tools and data, but they're getting even more and that, that, that trend is only going to continue. So the good news, this is all good news if you either create videos for a living or if you're a business who uses video in their marketing because now you're just going to have a, a much better idea of what's working and what's not. And you know, the, you're not just going to be making one video you're going to be making multiple videos. Your video is just going to be part of how you engage with your customers. So if you know from one video to the next, if you can keep improving yourself a little bit at a time, it's just going to make that return on investment even greater than it already is, which so far, even without some of these advanced analytics, the return on investment for video by all accounts is phenomenal and that those numbers will only get better as the analytics become more sophisticated. Yeah, you mentioned something that is really true, and this is part of that video marketing 2.0, that paradigm shift, that video is not a static item. It's not like your static website from 15 years ago. Websites that are successful, that have a great return on investment, are changing all the time. They are learning from the data, from the statistics, and making modifications here and there. And the same thing's going to happen with video. And that's what the analytics are going to drive. They're going to teach a company who's using, they're going to instruct a company on how a specific video, what audience is watching it, where they're watching it, what hour of the day. Is it at the 15.5 second mark of that video that they get the most engagement, immersion, whatever term you want to use? Well, maybe let's cut that video down to 16 seconds and get that call to action right there at that point. That's what the data is going to be used for. Not, wow, 5,000 people saw this video. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's just a data point that means almost nothing nowadays. Absol absolutely. And it's based on, we had that when we talked to Saurabh Qatari from Cisco, uh, he had a lot of points to, to make about this. And he mentioned, you know, like measuring a success of a video campaign based on how many YouTube hits it gets is relying on an old model where we talk, we think about like television commercials, you know, how much, how many people watched this television commercial. That's, those are old outdated metrics that really don't speak to the internet age. You want to know what are people what are people doing after they watch your video? You know, when are they leaving your video? And if so, when are they leaving your video? These are things that are actually use, useful pieces of data that can then be turned into through the, the creative team for the next video. So you can say, okay, this is what happened. This is what went wrong with this one. Uh, Let's use that information to tailor content, you know, in a better way. And on the business side, if you know what people are doing, immediately after the video is completed or you know roughly where they're going then that informs your your larger business strategy as well so it's so much more advanced than just number of hits and in fact you know just focusing on the hits even as the most important piece of data is totally missing the point but the good news is the analytics are so advanced that you know you're going to have a lot more to chew on than just that number right and that's Definitely what we'll see in 2016. And even companies that are just getting into using video for the first time, it will be instructive to see how many of them really avail themselves of the tools. They certainly are aware of what SEO is, and they wouldn't think for a second to try to invest in their website and other content marketing without, without understanding the SEO com component of it. 
And the same thing's going to happen in video. And it again, you know, we right on the cusp of 2016. But when we engage again and do our state of video marketing 2016 at the end of the year, we're going to be able to reflect back and see how a lot of these things we talked about today, how they really came to fruition. Well, that does it for another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. You can find all of the notes and fun links, everything we've referred to in this episode on our show notes page, which you can find at videomarketing20.net. That's videomarketing20.net. You can also subscribe to this podcast on that site or go to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Joel, am I missing one? Tune in. Tune in as well. And don't forget to listen and leave a, a review because that helps other people find this podcast, which makes the world just a better place to live in. For myself, Brendan Carty, and my co-host, Joel Gubich, I want to thank you for listening. Have a great 2016, and we'll see you on the next episode of Video Marketing 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.